What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And I am coming to you from a different area of my very small studio apartment because I am so tired of sitting in my desk. And I have made this very, very makeshift stand-up desk for right now because my body is just getting, my hips are getting tight and just more of a reason for those of you guys out there to sit, that sit all day. You guys don't realize how much you are wrecking your body. This is not the, the topic of the episode today, but something that I feel very like powerful about telling you today that if you guys sit all day, you got to think, get time to get up and get moving because I will be honest, the more I sit, the more I realize how bad that is for your body. My hips are getting super tight. Everything's getting super tight. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stand up for a little while and talk to you guys standing up because I feel a little bit better this way and my hips don't feel all jacked up. So definitely make sure that you're taking time throughout your day to get uh, some movement in. So not the topic of today's episode, but something that I felt I wanted to share with you guys. Um, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about consistency. Um, because I think that, I mean, I hear this all the time. I just wish I could be more consistent or I'm really consistent with this, but can't get consistent with that. And I'm, if I know I was more consistent, X, Y, Z would happen. And consistency is like, yes, we obviously need to develop consistent habits. Um, and that's not always going to be an easy thing. And I want to go over a couple of things today that hopefully will help you guys be more consistent, but understanding that maybe you're trying to be consistent with the wrong things. And maybe there's some other factors that are, um, obviously impacting your ability to be consistent that you need to consider. So that is what we're going to be going over today. I see some people already popping over in the comments. What's up guys. I'm actually about to go for a walk. So good, Corey. I try and totally get walks in throughout my day. If I've been sitting for too long, that's like the best thing you guys can do. If you have to take a call, get up and move. And I get it. We're all tired. I know that, Oh, I feel so good sitting. No, it doesn't. It feels bad to stand up for a second. Once you get moving, you'll feel better. Um, off topic, but I should not be allowed near banana chips. Uh-oh. Did somebody have a little bit of fun with the banana chips? I actually never liked banana chips. Even when I was in my paleo days and those were like a thing, like people would just eat banana chips. I'm like, I'd rather have real potato chips, which in reality, now that I look back at it, we're no worse or no better. So anyways, today's episode, we are talking about consistency. So, and the main thing is, is that the first piece of this is understanding that, okay, if you are trying to develop a new consistent habit, what you have to understand is that in order to you to develop a new habit and be consistent with it, you are going to have to be inconsistent first. And this is the hard part for a lot of people because we are very conditioned to routine, to what we are comfortable and familiar with. And whenever there's a shakeup in that, it's going to bring some stress. That is to be expected. And the more you think that it's going to be just like, oh, I'm just going to switch from X to Z and it's going to be easy, is not necessarily the case. You have to realize that inconsistency is going to have to happen first. And that usually means breaking up with things that you are very, very, very comfortable with. And that's not always easy. Okay, so you've got to realize that that change has to happen first. But in order to change your body, meaning that most people are trying to dial in their nutrition because they're trying to lose weight, lose body fat, build muscle, whatever it is, in order to make those changes happen, you are going to have to make those changes to your nutrition and be consistent with them. So first thing is understand that you are going to have to say, hey, I'm committed to this. It's going to be difficult for maybe one or two weeks, but then I'm going to fall into a cadence. How many of you guys can relate to like maybe 
thinking something was going to be really hard or require a lot of effort or telling a kid to do something. And you're like, it's not going to be that bad. Once you do it, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Right. It's the same thing here. It's almost just like, you just have to train your body to recognize like, it's not that much effort. It's just different. It's not familiar. It might take you a little bit longer, but it's not actually inherently hard. Okay. When you are trying to get consistent with these new habits, I think there was this like old school thing that it was like 21 days to break a habit. That's not necessarily true. I think that they said, and I think it might've been in the book Atomic Habits that he mentioned that uh, it actually takes 63 days on average to break and create a new habit. So it does take a little bit longer and not, you know, nobody's going to be the same. Some people might break a habit in 21 days. Others might take 121 days. So you have to recognize that it's not about how fast or how long it takes to break a habit. It's, it's really understanding. It's more about the reps you put in. So if you were 21 days straight of breaking a habit, that might be a, a full hearted, like, yeah, 21 days, but you might sprinkle those 21 days across 90 days and it takes you that much longer, but you also maybe weren't as you know stressed about it in that time period. So it takes time. It takes focus. It takes effort. It takes energy It's going to have to take all these things, but the main thing that it's going to require that a lot of people don't focus on is that you have to be able to, you have to believe that you can actually make these changes happen. You have to believe that these changes are going to create the result that you want. And this is where I'm going to talk about some really important influences and factors that are usually why people don't stay consistent with these new changes. Okay. And it's really important for people to understand this. Maybe you, um, you know, it's easy for you to just fall off plan whenever stress happens or whenever you have social events. Okay. Number one, what are you looking to achieve? Okay. What do you actually want to achieve? All right. I want to lose weight. I want to just get a little bit leaner. No, 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 no. Those are the roads or avenues to something else. Okay. Weight loss is not a goal. You don't walk around like, boom, I lost a hundred pounds. I mean, you might for a day or two, but the reality is you're tired of struggling with your weight. You're tired of trying to diet. You're tired of getting up in the morning and trying to button your pants and they don't fit right. You're tired of having to go to beaches and feel like uncomfortable being in a bathing suit. You're tired of showing up to the gym and feel like you don't look fit. You're tired of all of those things. And you know that by changing your nutrition, you will change your body, which will make you feel better. It's going to make you have more energy. You're going to feel more confident in your body. You're going to want to show up to the gym and take your shirt off. You're going to want to be at the beach and enjoy going shopping and all those types of things. You want to experience that. And in order for you to do that, you have to make those changes. Okay. Then you have to ask yourself, how much does that mean to you? What does it, what would it really mean for you to be able to be this different person? to be able to say, I no longer struggle with, you know, stress eating. I've, I've finally figured out how to fuel my body. This is all really, really important for you guys to understand. If you're going to be consistent with something new and it's going to require you to work, you got to have a reason why the work is going to happen. You have to know that. And you have to believe that by doing this, you can achieve that. And this is where a lot of people struggle. They don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that change is possible because they've tried so many things that haven't worked in the past, likely because they have not been able to be consistent with those things long enough to allow the changes to take shape. Okay. So you have to really ask yourself, what is it that I really want? And why does this mean it means something to me? 
right? Next thing is, is asking yourself the plan that you are putting in place in order to achieve this goal. What is the level of effort? How much is it requiring of you in terms of effort? Are you trying to be too extreme, extreme and changing too much at once? And this is sometimes good and bad. Some people need the shock to the system, but you have to be able to handle that shock. If you're trying to change everything at once, start a five to six day a week gym routine when you're not working at all, change your nutrition, meal prep and, and macro count and all this stuff. And you literally are working 80 hours a week, juggling three kids uh, with, with sports going on and trying to also do a side hustle. Chances are you're trying to make a lot of changes in an already very full schedule. Okay. So if you're trying to change too much at once, that's probably the other reason why it's hard for you to be consistent because it's really easy on a Sunday when nothing else is going on to meal prep, but it's really hard to figure out what happens when the meal prep's gone midweek, right? That's where you have to realize that you have to find a method and a timeline that fits into your schedule. You don't have to have extremes and most people shouldn't. It should be about making small changes that are going to require effort. It's never going to be easy but it should be manageable effort. Okay. Like, yeah, running takes effort, but you can run a little slower and you can, you know, change the distance you're running or you can, you know, plan to run a marathon and run the whole thing. Right. Like you can change the amount of effort and you can change the amount of, you know, volume that you're putting in there. So that's really, really important for you guys to understand. And then the last one is what is breaking your consistency? Most of the time it is those things. It's, it's they think that there's going to be a perfect scenario where it's all going to make sense. They're going to have all this time. And the reality is life does not happen in a freaking cookie cutter. Just not the way it is. All right. Life is messy. And your nutrition is going to be some messy or it's going to be messy sometimes. There's going to be meals that you throw together. Okay. Go down the rabbit hole of the, the interesting meals that I've actually learned to love when I've had to piecemeal things together. And it's awesome. Okay. But what is breaking your consistency? Is it because you aren't really putting an effort or putting an emphasis on why this matters to you? Is it because you're not letting yourself get uncomfortable? You're actually avoiding the discomfort of leaning into making those changes and you're trying to stay in the old you, okay? Is it that you have tried too many things and it's, it's really hard for you to try and figure out what matters most and you're just freaking throwing things together, okay? Maybe you've never actually built out a plan. So before you're, you know, beating yourself up about, God, I just can't be consistent. I suck. Ask yourself these questions, like really figure out what is stopping you from being consistent. It's not just willpower. It's not just, you don't care. It's not just that you're lazy. Those might be it, but usually it's a lot deeper than that. Okay. It usually comes down to not really being serious about the goal or not meaning that much to you. You kind of, you know, fall off when you don't have like a, a vacation or something plan where you're going to be exposed. Um, it's usually the, the method that they're using too much effort at once. And, you know, or they're just not, you know, recognizing the things that might be breaking their consistency that they're just kind of falling back into old patterns rather than embracing the effort and the change. Okay. So going to go into some strategies today that are going to help you guys be more consistent because this is going to hopefully help you guys get fired up. So first and foremost, you need to understand that when you are starting a new nutrition program, there are going to be some changes. Any program that you start, no matter what it is, whether you're going on a diet trend, you're going to have some feelings of struggle, whatever it is. The level of struggle should be manageable though, okay? So 
the most important thing is you've got to commit to something that is actually maintainable for you long-term, sustainable, okay? So if you're like, all right, I'm going to follow the keto diet. I'm going to cut out all my carbs. That's going to be easy for me. I'll focus on protein and fats, okay? Well, is that consistent with your lifestyle? Do you enjoy eating a low-carb diet? Does your training, well, really should be lack of training, is that enough carbohydrate to fuel your training? So do you really should be on a keto diet? You should not be training high intensity, okay? So what is your lifestyle consistent with? Okay, are you trying to do keto because you feel like you overdo carbs? In which case, maybe you needed something different to allow you to learn how to moderate things, right? So whatever it is you're trying to achieve, the method that you're using needs to be sustainable. This is why I am a huge proponent, and it's not macro counting, okay? I believe in flexible nutrition. Flexible nutrition is simply saying that you can be flexible and structured at the same time, all right? So with flexible nutrition, there is an emphasis on food quality. There is an emphasis on food quantity, but it can be flexible in the 80-20 world. And we can see that we don't have to always be 100% to get results. And that's full heartedly what I believe in, in my program. Okay. So flexible eating, flexible dieting, flexible nutrition, whatever you want to call it. There's no bad or good foods. There's just foods that you're going to obviously want to limit because they're higher in calories. And there's going to be foods that you're going to want to eat more because they're higher in nutrients. So that's really the basics of it all. Okay. So really flexible nutrition, science-based is what we should be going on. But the changes you make to allow yourself to get into that flexible program should still be manageable for you. And a lot of times progressive, you know, I'm not going to jump a person who's literally eating McDonald's and drinking soda every day to be like, Hey, let's calculate every single macro, every single gram you're eating and count macros to a T like that person probably should start like dialing in a balanced meal, eating higher quality food. In fact, they might just start with like, let's cook at home first, you know? So it's just knowing where that person's at and what they're ready to commit to and being realistic with yourself. It's not about failing. You're never failing a coach by saying, Hey, I can't do all of that. It's no, I can do this. Okay. So make sure your plan is going to be sustainable for you. Now there should also be some clear cut action steps. All right. So week one of my program action step is all I need is an accurate food journal and a daily weight. That's all I need. That's your action step in week one. Okay. So you're learning how to use a food scale. You're learning how to track your food in an app. Some people have already done that before and they're a shoo-in, okay? And they're also making sure they're learning how to update the upload data in the app, okay? I don't add complexity to that. Why? Because I'd rather a person get comfortable with the most important thing first because once I have that, now we can build out a program that's going to work for them. If they're inconsistent with that first step, we know there's going to be some pullback in the next couple of weeks. So figure out, what your main task is, and attack that number task. Do it first thing. Don't procrastinate on it. So if it's tracking your food, okay, even better. Now you're learning that by tracking your food and doing it first thing, you actually have to think about what you're eating throughout the day, which is going to help you set yourself up for success. All right, we pulled out chicken and I've got some rice and some veggies. We're making chicken stir fry for dinner. I'm going to make a salad for lunch and I'm going to have um, protein oats for breakfast and you plug that stuff in and maybe you um, also have a couple of snacks planned in, but you're not quite sure yet. So you bring them with you and you'll kind of track them as you go, but you already have a plan to navigate on. Okay. So you've got to do it first thing, get it done first. 
If you procrastinate on it, it's likely going to come last and then you're not going to get it done because your energy is going to be zapped. Okay. The next thing is, is what I love is in my trainerized dashboard for my clients, it does allow me to put daily habits and I can put daily weight, track your food, weigh your food, or hit your 10K steps. And they can click those things off and it gives me a compliance score. You can do the same thing. Put it on your calendar, write a list, check it off every single day you do it. This is really good for those of you guys out there who are like, man, why am I not getting results? I've been tracking my food for three months. Well, go ahead and ask yourself, put a check every day for the next three months that you've actually consistently hit your macronutrient intake to the T within you know, your ranges. I don't believe in to the T. To the T, how many days you've actually done it over the, class, over the last 90 days? And don't do the ones where you're like, oh, I half tracked. I didn't track my meal here. I missed a couple of BLTs. Those days don't count. I'm talking about the perfect days. How many perfect days have you had in that 90-day period? That's your commitment to yourself and your consistency score, okay? So write it down and check it off. Think about the 75 hard. I love using this because people are like, oh, I'm going to do the 75 hard. Well, yeah, that's great. But do you really need to be taking a photo of yourself every single day? Do you really need two 45-minute workouts a day? Or do you just need to get more steps in? Okay, do you really need to make that happen for yourself? Um, there's things that people have to realize. Like, you can make hard things happen doesn't have to have a name to it. Create your own list. All right. These are the three things that are going to move me forward towards my goals. I'm going to get my protein in every day, single day. I'm going to make sure that everything I eat is tracked so I can see my overall calorie intake. And I'm going to make sure I get a workout in every single day. I'm moving my body, whether it's a workout or I'm hitting my 10,000 steps every single day. That's it. Simple. And that's still going to be hard. Okay. So write it down and give yourself a place to check for it. Next one is to plan ahead, all right? And I already mentioned how doing it first thing helps you plan ahead, but also looking ahead to not just the day, the week. For instance, last weekend was Easter. If you know you have Easter coming up and you know that that's gonna be a weekend where you wanna be more flexible with your food, maybe the week before when you've had a couple of social engagements, you know, you're like, all right, I've got Easter coming up this weekend. So this week, week while I'm, you know, doing some things with friends and doing that, I'm going to really try and stay stuck to my nutrition. I'm going to look at the menu ahead of time. I'm going to plan something that I would typically have at home and make sure that it fits in with my daily totals. This way on the weekend when it's Easter, I can kind of have that flexible day or flexible couple of days. So plan ahead, look ahead. If you know you have a vacation coming up in a couple of weeks, you're like, all right, I'm going to really push hard on my nutrition goals until that vacation time, take a little break versus, oh, I have this vacation coming up, but then there's like, you know, brunch with the girls. And then there's like, you know, dinner at the PTA meeting, whatever it is, like make sure that you're really dialing in those breaks and putting them, putting it in there. Next piece is you've got to keep it simple. And there's actually a second piece of this. And I'm going to, and I'm going to go into that one next. All right. People try and change, like they want variety. They want like fancy and all this shit recipes and all guys, keep it freaking simple. Nutrition does not need to be complicated. Like it's as simple as where are you getting your protein from? Are you putting a veggie on your plate? Where are you getting your carbs from? How much fat's on there? Do you need to add a little bit of fat? And how, how do you want to make it taste today? What do you want? What kind of flavors you want on that? Like that's as simple as nutrition needs to be. You don't need fancy recipes. You need to have basic ingredients and know how to make it taste good. That's really all you guys need. Right? People really tend to overthink things. There is nothing wrong with when you're trying to get more consistent with just eating the same thing or similar things from day to day, learning how to trade things out 
because the simpler you keep things, the more likely you are to be able to keep going with that. For instance, you know, maybe you are having um, chicken and rice. And like I said, maybe you had chicken stir fry for Monday night. Maybe tomorrow night you guys want to have pork tenderloin with sweet potato and sugar snap peas. Okay. It's pretty much the exact same macronutrient breakdown, chicken versus pork tenderloin, sugar snap peas versus stir fry veggies, sweet potato versus rice. You're just learning how to change things out and keeping them super simple. It doesn't have to be the same thing. I can now, instead of using a stir fry sauce, maybe I can use barbecue sauce to make like a barbecue pork. I can make it simple for myself to just make changes happen. And the most important one here is that in order for you guys to develop consistency, you want to try and make it as convenient as possible. All right. And I can remember, um, I don't want to mention her name, but last year she was really struggling to get back in the gym. I'm like, why don't you just work out at home? And we talked for a little while. She's like, yeah, I probably should. Just, I don't know. I like the gym atmosphere. And she was like trying to do like Planet Fitness and thinking about going back into CrossFit. And finally, when I'm like, you know what, Jen? I said her name. Like, just come to my garage. Come to my garage gym. Like, I have plenty of equipment in here. You can work out and get a good workout in. So if you are local and you want to use my garage gym, it's for rent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but you actually, actually anybody's welcome to come use my garage. But um, so she came over one day and she's like, that was so fun. Before I knew it, she was in a routine. A couple months later, guess who's working out in her own garage? My girl, Jen. Regularly. Okay. And it's because she made it convenient for herself. She doesn't have to worry about going to a gym. She can get it done whenever she needs to with her busy schedule. So make it as convenient as possible for you to be consistent. And that's really, really important. Always have with nutrition, always have things on hand that require little prep, especially if you're busy. Most important thing, well, a lot of important things here is repeating it over and over and over again. And here is the problem for a lot of people with nutrition changes. They're chasing exciting. They're chasing new. And if you think about all the things that go well in your life, that are smooth sailing, they're likely no longer new or exciting. They're likely just part of your daily routine. You might have a great job, but it's not new every single day, right? You go to the same job, you do the same work every single day, right? You go to the same gym and you do similar workouts, whatever it is. You've developed consistency, convenient, and you've repeated it over and over again. It's not exciting every day. You might have exciting days, but not every day is exciting. Nutrition has to become the same way. It should become like boring. It, it should become a non-issue. It shouldn't be exciting every day. It should just be, it is what it is. And I was also talking to a client this morning because I am not like a big, I don't meal prep. I like to food prep. And I made like a meal prep this week because I've also been trying to experiment with some recipes for my clients because a lot of them do like recipes. And I had put together this casserole dish, which would be great if I had a family of five but I'm a family of one and it made like eight servings. And I'm like three days in and I'm like, I am so bored of eating this. <laughs> so now I'm like, it's just, just freeze it. I'm like, yeah, but I've already got five of them that I put in the freezer. So just realize that like, just keep it simple and just keep going. That was, I don't even know where I was going with that. But most important thing is like, you don't have to keep it the same thing. It, it, it got boring, right? So I personally, I food prep. I think that's where I was going with that. Is I, I was getting bored of it. I, I food prep so that I don't have to eat the same thing every day. I can change the flavors. So that's it, guys. I hope this episode helps you guys about developing consistency. If you guys don't know 
um, you know, obviously where you should be starting and you want a little bit of help with your nutrition, please shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, um, you know, respond here. You can shoot me an email, Cheryl at MyFitBodyRx, um, because I want to be able to help you guys out. Like I know I've been there where it's like, you're trying to change, you're trying to make consistent and you feel like you're beating yourself up because it doesn't matter what you do. You just can't stick to it. And a lot of times this comes down to people trying things that are very, very, very unrealistic to maintain long-term or long enough to see the changes. Last struggle that I'm going to be honest and tell you guys about is when you start to see results and you're being consistent and you're like excited, be careful because there's going to come a day where maybe the results start to slow down or maybe even stall. That doesn't mean that the program is not working anymore. So don't be in a rush and give it up. That's usually where if you just hung out a little bit longer, you might keep seeing progress. So that's it, guys. Have an amazing day and don't forget to be consistent.